Hello, my name is Delmer Eldred, and I want to welcome you to the Clickitat Voice. And today I'll be talking with Mike Goodpasture. And Mike, it's great to have you back again. Thanks, Del. And Mike, you have been untiringly, I mean, <laughs> you have been working untiringly on the advocate for the library not to put this child porn books on their shelves. And do you feel that the, uh, that these books are okay with the library board? Yeah, you bet, or otherwise it wouldn't be done. Uh, now, there, there's one qualifier there. As I understand it, the liberals hold a uh, uh, a key advantage, and they have a like a one-vote advantage, so they're able to get their agenda in, and this especially appeals to their head, uh, an unelected head. Her name is Amelia Shelley who runs the, the entire program, including what's on the shelves, decides what's on the shelves down there, and we know what's on the shelves down there. So, she's again, she's unelected, so we're supposed to believe that our local politicians are, are uh, absolutely defenseless uh, for when one person who is unelected, again, that lives 100 miles away dictates policy, and they have no say in that. And that's something I'll, I guess I'll broach here in a little bit. But if it's okay, I'll, I'll first give a shout out to the to the uh, the oh, the brain trust over there at the uh, AM station, and uh, for allowing uh, speech uh, that is unpopular with the left. And I just uh, want want to say that. So anyway, I like that uh, the effort there. So I guess I, could, I, I can go on here. Is we need to refuse to allow, I guess, our ruling class, including Republicans, to continue to kick the liberal can down the road. And uh, in this case, it's uh, a hardcore child porn using kids themselves uh, as models and characters in the written and the pictor, uh, pictured pornography the books. So... Uh, anyway, I think, you know, libs, liberals are in the business of delivering up uh, uh, redemption to people. That's where they're at today. So, you know, there's a Christian theologian, he's passed away, and a, and a philosopher, and that's a deadly combination uh, if, you are, uh, uh, if you are on the other side, I guess. His name is R.C. Sproul, and uh, he, was, uh, he was sort of kryptonite to the worldview that we have today, which is um, man as God, and he pointed out that individual salvation, and I hate to go long here on folks right now, but was once the domain or the mission of the church, and then it was later transferred to the university during the Enlightenment period, and unfortunately now that has been trans that role for to to deliver up and assure individual salvation has been transferred to the uh, to the role of big government, and that's sort of what we're looking at down at the library, I think. So anyway, it's, I think it's that bad to say that. So I would like to know, and maybe you know, can anyone, and I haven't gotten an answer, can anyone cite child protection laws that are being broken down at the local library and the Fort Vancouver Regional Library Board placing uh, child-targeted grooming porn and uh, directed to kids and written by adults and produced by adults. 
So anyway, the, again, the kids are featured uh, prominently in these books and graphic pictures. And I got to tell you, I think we're, we're I'm done with the, the moderate uh, Republican deciding when and where to act. And I hope that can go, people can understand that. But I sent an email request to our three legislators, plus a lot more people. I haven't heard back from any of them to ask to find out if the stuff going on there is is uh, put in the library is actually legal. And since they won't answer, when they won't answer, that's an answer. And I doubt if it is in terms of child endangerment. But what they're going to do is just sit on the fence and not answer and just go along on their merry way. So anyway, uh, how is that, you know, the stuff at the library, the, the exploitation of kids, how is that at a minimum not a first cousin to human trafficking? Exactly. And, you know, the the big question that a lot of people should be asking, I think, is why has a homo, homosexual and transgender community pushing their agenda on children in public libraries? You know, uh, that's yeah, a question well, that needs to be answered. <laughs> well, the answer that it, it isn't about rights and, it is, and, and like the lady said, they could give a fig less about the people uh, that 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 are, are in, in that certain position. But what they, what they are is, what the left is interested in, is they using it as a topic or a, uh, uh, a tip of the spear for a hard left political outcome. Well, you know, Mike, it's, I mean, you've been doing this, I don't know, I've too, too been, long, reading, yeah, been reading your stuff for a long time about what is coming? I mean, it's almost like years ago you predicted the future that this was going to start happening. Yeah. And, you know, it started with, um, well, I'm the comprehensive sex ed and stuff like, and it just keeps growing and growing. And the, yeah. the sad part of it is, going back to what kind of relating to what you said a little bit ago, the legislature and the uh, state school district are go right along with everything that, um, is thrown at them from this Planned Parenthood LGBTQ community that want to take control of our youth. I I I, uh, I advocate or to reject all uh, all uh, possibilities that we have a political fix with the politicians that we have in this state. Because that's there might be a few in there that that are uh, that are rational, but that is not the case for most. So this is a a private citizen initiative that will, uh, when politics fail, it's up to the private uh, people to to take up the slack. I think, and that's that's a good idea. But don't don't rely on the people who have failed and continue to fail to somehow get smart and say, we're now going to do the right thing, because that's not going to happen. So anyway, but this, this has been on, this has been on, uh, you know, I mean, you can't <laughs> go back to the Bible in, the, you know, Genesis, and uh, when the two strangers visited Lot, right, and Abraham had tried to, to, tried to negotiate with, with God and said, hey, you know, don't destroy Sodom if I can find 50 guys, righteous guys, okay, 50, and then how about 40? 
well, how about 30, and then 20, and then 10, and you know what happened to, to Sodom. So none of this stuff is uh, certainly uh, recent, okay? So anyway, but it is a political function. It is a political goal and a political operation of a hard-left variety, and that's what we're looking at here. Yeah. So. Well, you know, it's upsetting that, you know, that if you took a vote, I mean— uh, it wouldn't pass if if you if if you had a, a vote that said, "Ask the taxpayers, would you like your money spent on child porn for the library books?" It, yeah, well, it'd be overwhelmingly a vote no on that. You know. So. Well, how the liberals wag the dog one one way is is that they pay. You know, like I said, you may not be interested in government, but liberal government especially is interested in you, and they know how to swoop in and capture school board positions and, and uh, library board positions and city councils. They know how to get in there because what they're shooting for, if there's seven members on some council, they want a minimum of four, preferably all seven. But if they can get to four, then they're going to decide it doesn't matter if 95% of the people just like what they're doing, they're going to do what they want. And that's how they trick up the process and, they, they, you know, like I say, the, the, that's how they wag the dog, by controlling a majority on those particular things, all those thousands of different uh, entities we have in terms of state boards and all that stuff. That's what they do. And that's, that's a, a, a seamless effort on the, uh, on the left. So anyway, I, 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 would, I, I think our, our object now is to identify those who played any role in walking or agreeing to walk in child grooming to government library and peacefully exit them for abusive office and, I guess, haram right out of Dodge. So that's the only thing they understand is the loss of power, and power is more important than even money, but the two go together for most people in those positions. So... Uh, and I would I would say that when the political wind might hopefully start to blow against the LGBT library stuff, don't accept it when politicians who have thus far done nothing but put their head in the sand, right, come out as like, well, we were all for that to begin with and all that stuff. Do not accept that from them. So expose the fund and remove those from office who, who practice any deception like that. Uh, so anyway, I, I, I'm hoping that people will reserve July 31st on their calendar and mark it. And that is the day that uh, Amelia Shelley, the head, unelected head of the Fort Vancouver Regional Library Board, will exit that position and uh, that's that's a good thing. And she's a prime example, and we have many of them, of how much damage a destructive and woke liberal ca can cause over a long period of time before they finally totter off into the sunset. So save your fireworks. Don't fire any pistols in the air. I'm sure uh, no one would like that. But save your a few of your fireworks for the end of the workday on July 31st. The problem is liberals always have a plan B, always or C or D. So it's likely they have already chosen, she has already chosen her own replacement, just like her, to continue the disaster. And she can get away with that unless they change the composition voting on the actual board. All right. 
So this is a common practice to exclude uh, uh, people from boards. Uh, and uh, this is also how they work the superintendent position is an unelected person uh, controls the entire agenda, even though they say that doesn't happen, it does. So what the left calls free speech, I think what we're looking at, means only the terms, only as a term, a one-sided perspective only, that they, you must speak uh, according to their approval of your message. And anything contrary to that uh, is, is, in practice, it is uh, r ridiculous to assume that that happens. So I think that, again, a library, a big library official was just ratted out for coaching librarians in the art of eliminating uh, free speech in Christians. And this is across the board, and there is a lot of it. So if it's okay, uh, liberalism can't exist without a strict double standard that favors the swamp. And that's what we have now. That's what we're fighting about. And the only antiseptic to that is f protecting free expression. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, do you think like the library, um, well, let's back up a minute. Is there any way that citizens have any input on who runs the Van Fort Vancouver Library? Who decides who's going to be the next one in line? Well, well, they're, as far as I know, they're appointed. Like Mr. Christopher appointed this uh, poor lady that uh, to the position, and hopefully that was done above board. But you can see when she went into that, when she entered that dark cave <laughs> controlled by the, uh, the liberals on the board, she immediately ran, or immediately, I don't know about immediately, but she eventually, like the other night, she ran up against their required perspective that they say she should have. And they did that, you know, they're not very inventive, but they simply uh, imagine reality into existence. So that's pretty much just uh, free speech. And she didn't have, the, the library board is big on free speech, but they certainly didn't uh, grant that to her to be able to say two words. And I think it's, it's what was it, what, Christ conquers? Man, they went nuts. Now you can you can maybe get away with saying God uh, in the public venue, but when they hear the word either word Jesus or Christ, they go nuts, and that's probably what happened there. So anyway, these are the uh, this this is sort of what befell her, and I think the, the, they used the the local newspaper to change right, which they do all the time. They redirect or they they change the actual narrative or the problem or the argument to something that is less, less harmful to the liberals. So the, the, the big problem is, is they're showing kids dirty pictures and saying it's, it's protected speech, which it's not, right? That's the big problem. So now the problem is switched to a, a person who uttered two words Right. And what happened, what it, uh, they're trying to do is this person now becomes the problem, not their actions regarding child pornography. So I think that uh, um, the two words, her uh, fatal words were Christ conquers and, and then they went buggy. And, uh, you know, they'll swallow hard and maybe and, and let you use God. But 
after that happened and that meeting happened where they got their their uh, collective noses bruised, I guess, they immediately went after Mrs. Hodges, who she and her husband and a couple more, they have more integrity uh, in their little toes than the rest of the local swamp combined. So we're expected to believe from a, a Vancouver liberal that her saying Christ uh, Christ conquers is somehow this in this crazy uh, double standard that she cannot say that that's not first amendment uh, protected when their idea of first amendment protection is showing or putting gender queer and lawn boy on the shelves for little kids so the double standard uh you know the radical thing so i wanted to i don't want to get too far in it uh without saying they commonly trick up stuff and in this case they tricked up uh they tricked up the first amendment right so the first amendment you'll note that of the millions of words and the numerous multitude of speeches and pamphlets that the founding fathers put out including the people the guys responsible for free speech there isn't one reference to support that today's idea that liberals may uh in fact what they can do and it's first amendment protected is that they can shovel porn to to kids and the community and then call that so the the founding fathers there's not one reference to that but what they did is they destroyed the constitution by changing it into from in its originalist version of hey they wrote down what they meant and they said what they meant and here are here are certain rights and guarantees they changed that to this creepy assumption that we're all supposed to uh, to, to adopt is we have a uh, evolutionary what do they call it? A uh, a living constitution. Now I got to tell you that immediately makes the the Constitution, First Amendment, and everything else open ended. And then liberals flow in there, and ACLU types they flow in there, and they say, well, this is what the con- this this is what the Constitution means, and they observe nothing. This is why Clarence Thomas is important. If you want to read anything, a guy who knows what he's doing. Is you read anything by Clarence Thomas because he does the originalist right perspective of the Constitution, and he doesn't fool around with all these ACLU types, like I say, that say no, 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 that's not what it means. It means what I think it means. So he's a good source to look at, I think, and uh, go from from that deal. So I'm thinking that that First Amendment has been destroyed, or and that's what they do. They just simply turn it to an opposite. So I'll we're supposed to uh, accept that liberals have all this uh, love and caring for transgender kids and uh, other uh, other people, I guess. But reality is, as far as I see, and you can look for yourselves, but the reality is that 50% of transgender kids, the ones that they want to serve, and non-binary kids they fifty percent of them com- seriously contemplate suicide, and the rates uh, for the transgender and non-binary crowd uh, are uh, 
are three times suicide attempts, eight times um, as many suicide attempts, eight times as, as with the kids who don't identify with that. And the transgenders and uh, non-binary are three and a half times more successful at suicide than the general population. Well, so what you're not going to hear, these, these, these folks are not going to uh, do that because, as the lady said, they could give us a cent, uh, care a cent less for what they're doing. So I think that needs to be found out. So if this, this seems like a pretty big statistic, and you're not going to hear that from them because they run on, uh, and all politicians run on consent by silence. And that's what we have working today, I think. Well, Mike, uh, I mean, kind of going along with that, but do you think, um, I mean, first of all, what you're, the thing they always come back with is you're banning books. You know, that's, that's, mm-hmm. their, that, that's their, yeah. their big deal. But do you think that the library would allow books that warn about the dangers of a gender change or health hazards of homosexuality? Do you think well, that those would no, be on the no, shelf? No, no, not many. So what, what the what the deal on that is, I think, is that when they go to book book banning, that is a propaganda technique that immediately elicits an emotional response, and people see the 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 Krauts or the Nazis throwing the books on the bonfire, right? But you know what is no right, including their assumption that they have a right to give kids pornography, is absolute. So. Not burning, but banning those books and not putting them in a different thing for child section and all that stuff, but simply sweeping them out the front door and down the steps is more than justified. And they get around that and say, "Well, you're a book banner. Well, you're gonna, you know, if you're if you if you got a book, uh, someone brings home a book about vivisectionists or cannibalism and stuff, you're gonna ban that." And they should show adult behavior by saying, "Hey, this stuff doesn't. This stuff isn't good. It isn't anywhere appropriate for kids. So we're not going to allow that here." And they get they get around that by saying, "Well, if you say we can't, then you're a book banner, which is uh, which is a fallacy." Okay. So anyway, worldview is at the heart of all things. There's a law called the law of non-contradiction, and it states. And this is what they use at the library and across the left, is it states that both A and non-A can't be true at the same time in the same context to describe the same condition. So what, what happens there is now gender, uh, gender queer is now equal and the same as Huckleberry Finn, and there's no difference in it. So... Uh, so, gen, uh, so child product, uh, directed porn uh, produced and delivered by woke adults is is valid because all things are equal, including books. So, gender queer and uh, you know, lawn boy, which features uh, pedophilia uh, a type of attack on a little kid, ten year old, is the same as Huckleberry Finn. When we all know, in fact, they are not. So if you want to, you know, the law of non-contradiction says that is not possible, and that's why it is a law that we probably should pay attention to. Yeah. Well, Mike, so, you, you have, you know, like I say, you've put a lot of 
time and everything trying to get the word out what is really go- what is really going on and wh- and the road we're going down but you know it's such an important moral issue don't you think that more pastors should be speaking out and, and uh, take a stand to protect our children uh well i'm not going to i'm not going to comment uh, on that because i've had firsthand uh, experience at seeing how tough a pastor's job really is right but that does not mean that I wouldn't like to see more of them, uh, I guess, including locals, speak out about its black and white issue uh, and, and the problems in that, right? big problems, uh, like uh, the, the two guys, uh, uh, what's her name, Mrs. Olga, is her, her husband, who's a pastor at the Orthodox Church. So I, I encourage and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get on them because again I know how, how tough that job is to sa- try to satisfy everyone. But let the Bible, let the word and let the uh, uh, let the rationality that uh, we all have let that prevail and I hope they do. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hold their feet to the fire like I do the the, the obvious or the traditional politician. So anyway, but I don't know. Uh, it's all a worldview, and it seems to me like there would be a harvest of people who look at this and say, "Hey, this isn't right," and that that's a role to to support that uh, rational conclusion uh, with with Christianity. So I would say that at least. So anyway. Well, Mike, I sure appreciate your time today. I mean, um, this is an issue that, like I say, if it just keeps getting bigger and bigger, if we don't uh, start taking control of what's going on here, uh, we won't be able to before too long. So, well, well, you're not going to get it with the politicians we have, because there's two priorities there. One is funding and money for themselves and their circle of click people, right? And the other is political career, advancement and health. And they, they see stuff like we're talking about here, that, that doesn't cause them to even blink an eye. And that's a problem. So we're not going to have a political fix. We're going to have a worldview fix, if there's a fix at all. So anyway, I guess that's all I have. Well, I sure appreciate it, Mike. And I, I, like I say, and I appreciate all you do as bringing this stuff forward, so more and more people can learn about it. And uh, is there anything uh, else you'd like to add? No, I can. I, I can. Uh, I just recommend uh, again R.C. Sproul. You can see him on uh, YouTube. Any anything by Billy Graham is just sensationally good. You know, of course, there weren't many Billy Grahams. But anyway, I, I, I'd like to see people move to the to the non-political uh, verification or the foundation for their worldview, because that's where it's at, in my opinion. Yeah. So, okay. Well, thank you. All very, right. Thank you very much. And we've been talking with Mike Goodpasture on uh, what the, the some of the issues that are we're dealing with with child porn. And uh, thank you again, Mike. Okay, we'll do. Bye. This this interview and previous interviews are available on gorgenewscenter.com. Click on the click a tat voice on the right hand column. Thank you. <laughs>